Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we're going to do something that I don't think we've really done on this podcast before, which is we're going to watch a shitty, shitty, shitty kids movie. Like, yeah. not just regular shitty kids movies like the Flintstones. Like, this is <laughs> this is beyond. Like, Flintstones had ideas and actors. This is, this is terrible, terrible. Yeah, this is pretty much a direct-to-Netflix uh or, or I guess it was Hulu. Yeah, it was a director Hulu director movie. Director Hulu movie. So And yeah. I'm uh, let's just get started. I'm gonna I'm gonna I gotta I'm gonna have to talk fast because I'm struggling to remember a single thing about this movie. It, it's fading very yeah. quickly. Um but I, w- I might say that oh gee, this might be one of the worst movies we've ever watched for this podcast. It's tough. Uh it's um, it's tough. I'm trying to think. No I mean, monster Monster, I think, was worse. Yeah, that was unreleased, though. We didn't really release that episode. We didn't release that. We didn't release it. Monster. Nope. It's still in our. It's whenever. It's in our reserve. So, if you guys oh. really want to see Monster, I didn't think it was a bad episode. I but if you really want to see Monster, um, then comment it and say we want to see Monster, because otherwise we'll probably just keep it uh, as like you know just regular, uh, yeah. just in the vault. But yeah, anyway, I think we just never got around to it. But anyway. That's neither here nor there. Um, this movie is Skate Dog. Now that's yeah. S K eight D A W G. Um, oh, there's a lot to talk about this movie. Yeah, I know. It's just... But uh, so, um, why don't you give us a little uh, a little overview of what the movie is? Try to rack your brain to remember uh, what happened in this movie, and then so, tell us. So uh, I forget the name of the main kid. Tommy. Tommy. Uh, Tommy is the son of a. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Okay. Uh, son of a, you know, he he is like the the younger sibling of a sister who is a skate prodigy mm-hmm. who who goes around the world and skates boards for, I, I guess, Evers, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> too many tricks. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, and uh, you know, she's this this prodigy, and her his father. And mother uh, work at the skateboarding uh, business where like I they get... basically own their own business making yeah. skateboards. So, uh, you know, Tommy has recently taken up skateboarding on his own and is trying to trying to learn how to do stuff like that. But he, he's an abysmal failure, mm-hmm. and you uh, can't really get his head around doing tricks and things like that. But his dog, uh, his dog can skateboard, and so can his friend. His, uh, his, you know, his, uh, his girlfriend. His, well, it's a girl who's a friend. Yeah, which I, I don't know what the hell is wrong with this kid. If I had, uh, you know, if I had a, a pretty girl who was my friend, I would not be focusing on skateboarding. Like, I mean, he, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, you kind of think that a 13 year old boy would kind of maybe think at least at one time, like, like, huh, I wonder if this girl's into me. Yeah. Oh well, time to do some ollies. <laughs> time to play with my dog. <laughs> uh, and so he, you know, he gets a shitty babysitter, uh, who I, who, who looked like one of the baby, who looked like the, uh, I think the babysitter looked like or may have been, uh, the, the child protective lady for Mrs. Doubt's fire. <laughs> uh, it might have been. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, she's probably dead. I. I like to think that she's one of the fake babysitters from, or one of the uh, one of the babysitters that didn't get hired from Mrs. Doubtfire. Or don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yes. Uh, so basically, Tommy wants to learn how to skate. It's a cry for attention. Uh, his dad don't give a shit about him. No. Nope. His mom is, uh, you know, she's like, "Honey, why don't you talking to the dad? Why don't you ever care about our son?" While she too ignores him. Yeah. And that's uh, that's about it. He challenges the boy to a skate contest for some fucking reason and then he oh hold on a second spoiler alert he doesn't beat the bully in a skate contest but he finds his own true worth well he doesn't but in blackmail yeah <laughs> that's literally what happens <laughs> like uh they they record the bully uh sucking at skateboarding and they're like Oh, if you don't stop bullying, I'm gonna bully you back. If you don't stop this, like, bullying is, you know, is not a nice thing to do. Bullying is bad. But Tommy's committing a crime here. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, I, 
Is he? I think it's... I think blackmail's a crime, yes. Yeah, he's not really getting anything out of it other than being left alone. <laughs> it's basically a, uh, it's, it's a blackmail stalemate. <laughs> and, like, uh, yeah, right. yeah, and at the end, like, they, uh, somewhere along the lines in this movie, there was this, uh, big investor who wanted to, who may or may not invest in their uh, their dad's company or a comp competing Chinese company. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he comes in and uh, they present him with all this stuff, like uh, the daughter. Uh, you know, world her, famous daughter. World famous daughter. Uh, all their skateboarding memorabilia, this uh, Amish guy. Yeah. Uh, like and in, also in, in the background of every scene, uh, yeah, in this company, there is this guy with this long beard and long hair with suspenders, and he looks, <laughs> he he looks like he just got done raising a barn. Yeah, and, and no one acknowledges him. We don't even know his name, and we are just like we were baffled. Like the first time we saw it, we were like, "Wait, who is this guy? Yeah. Why is he just there? He's just in the background holding a board. Like, well, what's going on here? Who is this guy? What's his story?" And. and like, at this point, I think they filmed a ghost. <laughs> like, like, no one sees him. No one acknowledges him. Um, so yeah, that, that, in a nutshell, that is kind of what the movie's about. And let's, let's kind of, you know, we're going to have to get into yeah. kind of what made this movie bad. But I will say with something that it may be a little bit of a controversial statement. Go on. That even though I said that this may be one of the worst movies, um, that we've seen in this podcast... I will point out that this wasn't as bad as it could have been. Like, it uh, was kind of boring, went nowhere, but uh, it it never stopped providing us entertainment to make fun well, of. Well, it, it, it... Yeah. Like, we, we made it dark. Like there, oh, were, there were, like, there were a lot of riffs where we killed this poor dog. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't have a skateboarding dog in the movie. And not expect you know sad things that yeah. happen to it, or I guess you can if you're you know not a monster. Yeah, you can't you can't build up this dog and not expect us to try and take it away from them. <laughs> so, um, like, I, I'm gonna get to the things that I always get to, which is why you're gonna fix this movie. But there's one or two things I really feel that need to be addressed in this movie. Okay. Um, first of which is the techno babble. That this guy was spout like they have an engineer who was like building like this new uh, this new skateboard prototype. Yeah, and we never see it. Um, but by the way he described it, this skateboard could almost go through time. <laughs> like the the, the science. Uh, I'm trying to think of like the scientific terms he was using. We do not have practical engineering uses for. Like. Uh, like, I noticed, I knew he was full of crap yeah. when he started, like, talking about, I'm going to lower the the friction, you know, parameter from, uh, the, or, like, the, the coefficient from, yeah. like, 0. 0.5 to 0. 0.2 or something. And, and then, then, and then yeah. go ahead. Yeah, you, you go, go ahead. Uh, then, no, I'm going to talk about the thing that... Uh, okay. Uh, and then he mentioned a Lorenz transformation, which is uh, a term mainly used when describing... Uh, uh, relativistic speeds and uh, you know and special relativity which baffled me why he would need that for a skateboard <laughs> and then there was I forget what exactly what he was talking about at the end uh, it, oh it was the uh, he used like a the, the order the, it, well he was like a uh, they used a special carbon fiber yeah. uh, uh, you know a material that made the the uh the skateboard like lighter yeah and he's like it reduces it by 25 orders and 25 orders <laughs> which I'm assuming he's you know referring to orders of magnitude because that's what you yeah. when you say 25 orders that's kind of what that means um you didn't know that the skateboard was made of aerogel <laughs> <laughs> like, if you reduce something 25, like the mass of something to 25 uh, by 25 orders, at that point it has become statistically insignificant. Like, it is a mass of zero. Like, why is this man not working at Lockheed? Like, air. Air has more mass than that skateboard. That so, feasibly, you know, if he made that skateboard, it would float. Yes. Yes, he created a hoverboard. 
You know something? Yeah. Maybe that's what they were getting at. It wasn't. It was just bullshit. But oh, maybe yeah. that's what they were getting at. Maybe they were like, I created a hoverboard. Of course, the hoverboard is going to hover so much that it's going to shoot you off into space, you know, or shoot you at least until the... Uh, until the 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 mass of the air is decreased significantly it's so it's pretty much it's almost an impossibility like you know you have something uh which is almost the same mass as a vacuum but having mass <laughs> yes yes that's exactly what it is okay he so, created a little maybe he's going to create like a little a singularity or yeah, something it's made of space time itself <laughs> Wow, can I get on it? No. And then yeah, you'll implode. The, the dog gets on it and he goes back in time <laughs> and he assassinates uh, Archduke Ferdinand. <laughs> it's always that Archduke. <laughs> Bull Duke Ferdinand. <laughs> so, yeah. And like, there's a bulldog, Abraham Lincoln, when he comes back. <laughs> like in uh, Planet of the Apes? Yeah, the, the dumb Burton one. Uh, you know, I all these years, all these years, I just didn't understand the genius of that twist. Where it was a pun. He trolled us. Ape Lincoln? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. There's no way he was like, all right, Ape Lincoln. Come on. That'd be funny, guys. I, I think nobody would get the joke. Everyone would hate it. It'd be <laughs> fucking hilarious. Like, he's an artist. Like, uh, well, first, like, you had to do research in order to figure out how that ending made sense. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, I, uh, we did. Yeah. And, and I still don't understand it. Uh, I, I, there, there was another ape, and then the ape made a pit stop. <laughs> and uh, you know, and then you know. Yeah, of course. Then you get Ape Lincoln. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we got a little off topic <laughs> there. Not us. Not on this show. So let's get back to <sighs> Skate Dog. Now, I'm gonna ask you what I was gonna, add, you know, what I was telling you to think about while we were watching this movie is, um, how would you? Fix Skate Dog. Let's say, and don't you, death is not an option here. Okay. Let's say they come in, like some producers come in, they drop this steaming pile of script onto your table, and they say, We want you to make this better. What are you going to add for the same price that they're, you know, that they are probably going to have, the same budget? How are you going to make this better? So, uh, as I had mentioned before, mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, why isn't this guy working for Lockheed? You know, that's what they are. Like, they're a military contractor, and they're trying to weaponize this dog. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm on board. I want to see this more. It's definitely different than what like, I was going like, to do. Uh, it's, they're, like, they're using, uh, they're kind of more studying this dog. Because like, he can it, skateboard? Yeah, they're, they're, it's like a Boston Dynamics type thing where they're, okay. where they're making the scary robots. And, uh, <laughs> you know... But apparently, but this dog is really good at skateboarding, and uh, there's some practical military applications of having a skateboarding robo dog go into enemy lines and explode. See, <laughs> see, I think of it as um, they've never seen like this is a universe where this is the only fucking dog that has ever skateboarded before. Yeah. Like, all right, so they're like, we need to get this dog in order to you know understand. How it how it it mechanically does this? Yeah. Because um, the applications are through the roof. Like you put that into uh, like you send that into I don't know Canada or wherever they're <laughs> wherever we're at war with I don't know um, to to destroy like high target you know uh, things like yeah. I imagine they wrap it in like you know like actual f fur looking fur so people are like oh look a skateboarding dog and then it just explodes. Yeah. You know, it's a yeah. You know, it's a Trojan dog. <laughs> This is a non-threatening animal. Yeah, I don't know why. What? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's clearly uh, <laughs> committing some sort of espionage against Canada. <laughs> I am Canadian friend. <laughs> they call me Mr. Canada. <laughs> they call me Canada Gajovic. <laughs> well, seems legit to me. Alright, here's our secret dog plans. <laughs> Mmm, yes. Yes, yes very, very good. good. You mean dog can skate of board? <laughs> this. I don't know I why am. my guy is Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> he is of skateboard. <laughs> he does the skating of the board now. <laughs> That's mm. terrible. That's terrible. Good. Uh, I don't know where I was going to go now. So, all right. So you have the military application for yeah. the dog. Let me tell you about what I was thinking, and I okay. might have scratched the surface while we were watching this, but I go want to go. I'm going to delve headfirst into this. So, 
We can keep the first act of the story, hell, the first two acts, if there are even acts in this story. We can keep them basically the same. Okay. The kid kind of sucks, you know, he challenges this bully, you know, his parents don't listen to him, he's only skating for a cry for attention. You know, he's just basically ignored by his parents in favor of their daughter who is, let's be honest, clearly the horse you should be backing. Well, yeah. Uh, um, and he's trying to find his own way, you know, while not being ignored. And uh, maybe about halfway through, um, the dog gets sick and they have to put it down. <laughs> I thought you said killing the dog was off the table. I didn't say that. I know. You said death was not an option. No, no. No, I mean death, like, you can't kill yourself. Oh, Yeah, to okay. not write this script. Yeah, or you no. can kill that dog yeah, all you want. the dog dies. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the, the second half, it becomes, like, a, a tense family drama about how this grief draws them together, <laughs> and it actually makes them, like, a, a better family. Like, he learns that there's some things more important than winning this skate competition with this stupid bully, and, you know, and then, uh... And that's it. They get him a newer, better dog that, uh, that, you know, that does, I don't know, snowboarding or something else. He does, uh, rollerplating. Oh, this is... Well, it's dark. I, I hate it. Like, it's bridge to Ter Terabithia with a stupid dog. Yeah, I, actually, that's exactly it. And you don't need... You don't... Alright, A, you don't need to add any more money to this project to make it like this. Like... Hell, if you wanted to, the dog that comes back at the end will look exactly like him, so he doesn't really learn his lesson. Um, and B, like, now, now this actually has, uh, maybe just a little bit more weight than what it is now, which is bad, you know, like, uh, maybe people, when they're turning on Skate Dog, they don't want to have weight to their story. Yeah. Or, or heartfelt or grief. They just want to watch a dumb fucking dog get on a <laughs> skateboard and skate around. Uh, they want to see a dumb dog skateboard that can go on YouTube. Yeah, so I guess maybe I don't understand the audience. Maybe me killing the dog like Turner and Hooch. <laughs> like, oh, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> Turner maybe, dies. Yeah, he does. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, maybe that maybe that maybe that's too much. I'm gonna recant that. Okay. Maybe killing the dog is is off the table. Like maybe you know, like maybe just take a leg and he's just a three paw dog. <laughs> like soul food. There's a there's Well in in soul food I think the, the, the grandmother loses her leg because of diabetes or something. <laughs> oh. So so yeah, so that, skater that. dog or skate dog is just like soul food. I, I go on. Like I, I don't. I, I never saw Soul Food. I, I didn't. I didn't know some old lady lost her leg. I only know that from the Boondocks. Uh, from oh, okay. Their recap of the movie. And uh, yeah, I, I guess yeah. I, so, I was gonna say maybe not diabetes. <laughs> though, a though a dog having to get insulin shots is is pretty funny because he, he probably snaps at them because he doesn't understand. Well, how else is the dog gonna lose his leg? Like, get caught in a bear trap? Get hit by a car. Oh my gosh, there's no good- You know what? Alright, how about this? Let's not hurt the dog. Uh, I recant. Let's not hurt the dog. Death and dog yeah. hurting is off the table the now. The kid gets his leg lost. <laughs> You know what? Okay, now we're on to something. Because who cares about the fucking kid? Yeah, no one cares about kids. We, like, we can we can kill kids by the dozen. Yeah, like killing uh, the dog it, is is a, is a step too far. Yeah, it, people, you people know, audience, like dogs. Audiences love dogs. Yeah. You can't really hurt. Like I love dogs, and no one likes kids. It's like so you can do anything you want. I'd say this kid. Um, uh, he. <laughs> no, uh, I say this kid. Uh, like he 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 gets his he gets his hand. Uh, like blendered off by the Fratellis. Okay. From the Goonies. Alright. Now, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't hurt people. I, although I don't see movies like this just bring out the darkness in us. Yeah, know? I know. It's uh it, it's tough. Like maybe Alright. Maybe okay. yeah, like how about instead maybe maybe skateboarding is not the medium uh okay. that this this movie needs. Like I want like to have like you know these two are deployed to war, and uh, <laughs> and they end end up getting captured okay. by uh, and are in a POW camp and are forced to play Russian roulette, <laughs> and they get out of it through skateboarding. Yes. Okay. Okay. So no one gets hurt. Oh well, people are going to get hurt, but not but they, the kid and the dog. Yeah. Okay. I can live with that. Yeah. Um. I was actually gonna go. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> They're a bunch of cats. A bunch of cats. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, I, was gonna, I, I was gonna go a completely 
uh, no. different route. Actually, my route is somehow more depressing than this route. Okay. And nobody gets nobody gets hurt. Nobody dies, and then we don't have uh, Russian roulette cats forcing this kid and dog to play Russian roulette. <laughs> um, mine is that you know we can keep the skateboarding, but it's it's kind of uh, put back a little bit. Okay. But we can keep the fact that his sister is really good at skateboarding. His dad's good at skateboarding. His mom likes skateboarding. Yeah. Skateboarding is what this family does. Even the fucking dog skateboards. <laughs> you know. So okay. this kid, he can't skateboard. So as a cry for attention, he starts shoplifting. <laughs> You know, it starts small, you know, he's only 13, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> candy bars and things like that, but, you know, he just, he's doing it for, you know, because he wants the attention, and, um, it does come to a head at the end, uh, yeah, when, when he takes a life. No, 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 we don't have to kill. <laughs> yeah, we, we, you know, at this point, at, at this point, like, someone's, someone's losing a life. Okay. Like, like, it's a, uh, it's a carjacking go, gone wrong, <laughs> like, uh, he, he didn't know the gun was loaded. Uh, see, I I wasn't thinking like you know armed assault robbery or anything. I was just thinking like look, he, he's he, it gets worse. Like you don't start with candy bars and have it end with candy bars. No, okay, that's fair. But I have I think I have an idea. So I okay. was also thinking that this movie in the beginning I thought this movie was going to feature a jewel heist of some kind. Mm -hmm. But let's twist that you know do a little twist on that. There's still a jewel heist, but it's the kid. He starts off with candy bars and he escalates into. Like, you know, the, they're- The Hope Diamond? Yeah, well, they're bringing, uh, a one time only, one day only, uh, they're bringing the crown jewels of England <laughs> into- Wow. A, a tour, yeah. It's a special thing to the tour of America. I didn't- I didn't think those left the tower. They didn't, but, you know, for- uh, except for special occasions, like coronations and stuff. <laughs> and in this one time, uh- where, where they bring it to, uh- yeah, you know, their na their nation's former enemy. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a ten city tour, you know, um it goes like, you know, New York, Los Angeles, and then they stop off at Detroit where these guys are <laughs> uh, for some reason. And the kid, you know, like he's he's really starting to get a, a feel. He like he likes the steal and now it's no longer a cry for attention. Now he enjoys the thrill of it for himself. And, you know, so uh the dog, the skateboarding dog, he's hired by the, uh, <laughs> he's hired by Buckingham Palace to protect these, uh, these, these diamonds because uh, the dog is also a trained assassin. Well, a security guard. Oh, one of those. Yeah, you know, the dog is, you know, the dog's popular, so, you know, and then the dog has to make a heartbreaking decision when he catches his best friend, his owner, stealing the crown jewels. Does he turn him in and complete his duty, or is family more important than duty? And, like, he... He has him, you know, he has him in his sights, and then he turns the gun to the air and starts shooting and yelling. Yeah, and then the kid gets the, you know, runs away. Yeah, and, uh, like, he's wearing a, uh, a, uh, Obama mask. <laughs> I was gonna say Nixon, but that's oh, fine. Oh, I thought that was originally Nixon in, uh... Oh, yeah, it was. Alright, so, uh, how about he's wearing yeah. a, uh, he's wearing a, uh, Thomas Jefferson mask. <laughs> Go old school. Like, uh, he's wearing a King George, <laughs> King George mask. Perfect, yes. Yes, and uh, <laughs> and you know because the dog let you know the the jewels get away, and because yeah. the dog was responsible, like he winds up in uh, he winds up in prison. He gets locked up in the <laughs> Tower <Jeez>. of London. <laughs> the dog in the iron mask. <laughs> the dog in the iron collar. <laughs> and so the oh, 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 the the dog uh, in the iron muzzle. <laughs> Perfect, and now. Uh, now we can sequel bait. You know, the movie tried to sequel bait with the snowboarding thing, but I think we can sequel bait yeah. with the kid, you know, like, I'll, I'll, you know, come to visit him, because they let visitors <laughs> into the Tower of London, <laughs> and pretty much like, I'll rescue you, like, I have to rescue you, I have to do this, and because how yeah. he knows that loyalty yeah. is more important, family is more important. It's a far, far better thing I do today than <laughs> I've ever done before. It's a far, far better rest. That I have ever known. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> no! I said the dog doesn't die! I don't care if it's a guillotine or not. The dog doesn't die. Like, jeez. I don't get it. I don't see where you're going with I, this. <laughs> Alright. So... Maybe shoplifting's off the table, too. <laughs> like, like, maybe we, not a crime. You know, we just... 
this movie is so saccharine that, <laughs> like, we just have to go somewhere dark with it. Like, we have to introduce, uh, some, some real life, uh, real life, uh, Pain. tragedy. Yeah. Like, uh, in order for, in order for, uh, you know, maybe it, it's a problem in translation. Our, our brains are not meant to process happiness. Yeah, like... And we have to introduce some kind of, uh, tragedy into it in order for us to, 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 to understand it. Like... You know, we, we, we've, uh, I'm not saying we had a hard life, but, you know, there's definitely been, you know, some tragedy marred in with, uh, yeah. all, like, all millennials. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, just kind of, like, mixed in with things. So, like, when you have something that's, like, super saccharine, like, yeah, there's just, there's, like, a disconnect, you know? It's an, it's an uncanny valley yeah. of feeling, and it's like, this doesn't feel right. But, if we bring in guillotines, <laughs> you know, suddenly it starts making sense. All right. Okay, so, go ahead. Uh, the kid uh, is on a flight uh, with with the rest of his class and his skateboarding dog, and, a cl and they crash land oh, no. onto an island. Okay, so uh, Lord of the Flies with a yeah. dog with a skateboarding dog. Yes. Okay, I was actually thinking you're gonna go a completely different route where they crash into mountains and it becomes alive <laughs> with a skateboarding dog. Well, it would have to be a snowboarding well, dog. Well, I mean, that's at the end. The end, the dog snowboards down and he finds, like, he finds help. And, uh, you know, like, he, like, he can talk, like, in the movie, but, yeah. you know, these humans can understand them because they're, you know, they're, they're one with the mountains, so they can understand fucking dogs now. <laughs> <laughs> like, becoming one with the mountain means you can understand dogs. Of course. That, yeah, you know, that's why you want to do it. It's like, uh, like, I, I, maybe they find some, uh, you know, maybe they're in the mountains of Nepal where, where they, uh, come across some monks and they, they, they find their center. Yeah. And, uh, you know, from there they can talk to the dog. Yeah, exactly. And the dog tells them everything, and I imagine the dog to them is exceedingly foul-mouthed. Like, <laughs> like, we don't get to hear it, you know, but, uh, but, you know, the dog's like, you know, even though we heard the dog in the movie. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I, but, like, the kid vomits. Like, it's so foul. <laughs> the, the monk kid? Any kid. Like, whoever the dog talks to. Yeah, and, uh, but then, you know, the, the monks come and they, they come and they rescue the kids. Yeah. Uh, what's left of them. Yeah. Like, cause the dog's definitely eating some of them. As <laughs> soon as, uh, as soon as one of them goes to sleep, he yeah. starts gnawing on their face. Like, I mean, one, you know, one of the, one of the kids that, that, you know, that didn't make it in the crash, and okay. they just bury in the snow, like, like, the dog's hungry, too. And he's, he's like shaking yeah. it. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, when they get to civilization, they have to put the dog down because he has a taste for human flesh. Oh, the dog doesn't die. I, I, I don't know what you're not getting. I don't see I, where you're going I, with this. All right. Also, I do want to point out that, like, we, having a plane crash in the mountains kind of changes the budget of the movie a little bit. Like, uh, yeah. I, I, I guess. So, you know, we gotta, we gotta bring it back to family drama. Like, you All know, right. maybe the parents are getting a divorce. And maybe that's why he's skateboarding, to get their attention. And, you know, he, the, he's- the dog's talking, but it's a coping mechanism. <laughs> oh, that's dark too. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, that's like, fine. I don't no, get, I like it. I don't get what you want. That's what do you a want? good dark. That's a good dark. That's a dark we can exploit. And, uh, and there uh, really isn't a dog. It, <laughs> it's a sock puppet. It's a two thousand year old dog that tells him <laughs> <laughs> that uh, <laughs> to, to, to commit murders. Yes, yes we know. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't think we can do this. We can't write kids movies. No, like, uh, like we. We just did it and turned into the son of Sam. <laughs> like, so, this producer's coming in, he's like, he lays the script down on your desk, he's like, Alright, please make this work. And when you turn it back to him, the kid is now the son of Sam. Alright, let's see what you got. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Oh. Uh -huh. Okay. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, you turned a skateboarding, a movie about a skateboarding dog. Yeah. Mm hmm Into a movie about the son of Sam. <laughs> Look, they're both out of talking dogs. Huh? Alright. Let's see what we can do with this. It won't no longer be a family movie, it'll be a R-rated thriller. No. No, no, we can we it's can a make a family movie. Like like you know it's okay. It's son of a, Sam babies. He, he <laughs> 
<laughs> Murder yeah, baby. baby! It's a son of Sam, but we also introduced like uh, Starkweather and yeah. uh, yeah, uh, uh, like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer, and and uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Chef Boyardee, Chef Boyardee, yeah. And yeah, I think we could. Uh, I, I think we could do with that. No work with that. Yeah, oh, go ahead. No, I got nothing. Like yeah. it's. Now, I, I, I feel that this is one aspect in the movie that we just, we can't ignore, and we've been kind of beating around this, this entire time, and that the dog is voiced by David Arquette. Yeah. And I kind of like David Arquette. Like, I, I have nothing against him. Yeah, I want to see him do well, but it seems like uh, he must have a bad agent. He must have Nick Cage's agent. <laughs> because it's just... Like, the last thing we saw him in was at, uh, like, 29... 2099 like the soldier protocol yeah this like where he was just getting high off his nose spray or eye spray yeah and, and not feeling feelings and, you know, and <sighs> maybe that's like maybe that's what led him to do you know at the end of that movie um he does get locked in this torture cell and uh, maybe that's some of the torture they do to him making him star in and that's a coping mechanism where he thinks he's a talking skateboarding dog yeah or he thinks that he's an actor performing for a talking skateboarding dog movie or he thinks he's an actor <laughs> the most <re> this <laughs> mean the most recent thing that uh, other than this the soldier protocol like before that his last attempt at uh, at having you know a sustainable career I think was scream 4. Yeah, and uh, yeah. like that's where that's where I first saw him was the Scream movies, um, and then he was in Scream One. It was everyone liked him. It was like, yeah, he's great. Dewey's hilarious. In Scream Two, it's like, yeah, he's still cool, I guess. <laughs> and then Scream Three, it's like, well, thank goodness this is the last one. Yeah, and then like, Scream Four, it's he's like being uh, progressively he's being progressively put through the masher every time. It's like, part one, he just gets a little knife in the back. That's it. No yeah. problem. Like, anyone can survive that. That fucking dog could survive that. <laughs> uh, part two, he gets, like, brutally murdered, like, you know, eviscerated. Yeah. He gets his, like, organs taken out. Maybe not, but, you know, he gets stabbed a lot, is what I'm saying. And he survives. Part three, he just, you know, he gets beat up a little bit. <laughs> he gets something thrown at his head, but he's alright. And part four, he's old. Like, he can't take... <laughs> Your father time was undefeated. Yeah, he... <laughs> he can't... He can't take the, the abuse that he used to take. <laughs> and it's a miracle he... Oh, spoiler alert. It's a miracle he comes out of that movie, too. Though, um... They are making a Scream 5, and I think it's coming oh, out really? this year. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say I'm excited to see it, because any Scream after one really isn't very good. No. Um... Actually... Is it, is it still gonna be Nev Campbell? I think so. Oh, wow. I hope that everyone comes back, and I hope that they actually kill one of the main cast members because that's what the problem was i mean literally like murder them yeah yeah uh, no uh one of the main problems of scream 4 is that every single person who came back survived and yeah what's the point yeah and it's like oh here's the thing here's how if you haven't seen scream 4 i'm gonna yeah. spoil it but scream 4 almost was a pretty good movie it's one of those cases where the ending blew it the yeah. ending 100%. Have you seen Scream 4? No. Okay, so I'm going to do a quick little wrap-up. There's a bonus review. Um, Scream 4 is basically a more, like, you know, like, every one of the Scream movies kind of took the concept of movies and they were kind of almost satirizing it and, you know, make it like Scream 1, they were kind of yeah. satirizing, you know, slasher movies. Okay. Scream 2, they were satirizing sequels, you know, slasher sequels particularly, but sequels in general. Okay. And Scream 3, they were kind of satirizing trilogies and a third part of a trilogy. <clears throat> now, Scream 4, they started doing that with reboots. And All right. Yeah, that you could kind of see it was more of a, like, digital age kind of thing and um, the kills were unimpressive but you know they were just still fine everything was fine they even had anthony anderson in it and he was like the the highlight of the movie he was a guy right. from uh uh kangaroo jack oh okay yeah he's always good in whatever he does and he uh he did fine in it so at the end um it turns out that the killer is the basically the main character not nev campbell she comes back but it's like her niece or something like that all right and she's the one who's being stalked by the killers another one i forget who it is but she's the one this niece is the one who's being stalked the most and it turns out that she was orchestrating it because she wanted to be the survivor she wanted to live in the same limelight that uh, nev campbell did and huh. she, at the end she like 
stabs Nev Campbell and she, like, you know, basically kills her. And then she starts beating the shit out of herself and, like, you know, jumping through glass tables just to make it look like she got her ass kicked, you know? Okay. And as, uh, you know, the cops come and they're like, oh, we got a survivor here. And, like, you see all the paparazzi cameras taking the pictures and everything as they're leading her into the ambulance. And I'm like, if they ended it there, I would have said, that is a damn interesting adaptation like yeah it's not great but it is actually kind of more interesting like you know the killer is the person you know just trying to make not only just make a name for themselves but make a name for themselves as a survivor Mm -hmm. a survivor of a slasher film like the final girl is the killer that's fucking that's a neat idea okay and then they killed the main girl in the main but nope after that she goes to the hospital and it's like oh nev campbell survived and then they find out that it's her, and then they kill the, they kill the niece, and I'm like, well, that kind of uh, yeah. okay. Got to push that reset button, I guess. But man, I, I get the feeling that the original script probably uh, had to end. Yeah. Uh, at the, you know, end at the uh, we have a survivor, and it was more of an executive decision yeah, or than, a uh, test audience. Yeah. And because audiences. You can't trust audiences. And it's like, man, I I was so disappointed, like, walking out of that theater. Because, again, the movie itself wasn't great. It was, you know, it was as dumb as all the Scream sequels. Um, but it was at least a thought-provoking ending. And uh, then they just said... They, they, they did a general pepper of it. They uh, <laughs> they took a, something neat and they just pissed all over it yeah. and they got rid of it. Yeah. I, it's... It's funny that we always reference the General Pepper. Oh yeah, like, uh, for for uh, those of you who are not familiar, uh, the pulling a General Pepper is when you kill off someone and it's a meaningful death, mm-hmm. uh, and you you take it back. Yep, it and, was. And this was from I forget. Uh, it was one of the Star Fox games. One of the Star Fox sequels, yeah. It was yeah. like either Assault or something like that. I don't think it was No, because that was a different one. Yeah. yeah, it was It was one of the Star Fox sequels, and uh, General Pepper pretty much does a... Uh, a, 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 a what's his name? Uh, Dennis Fox? Quaid, oh, okay. or uh, Randy Quaid. Yeah, he pretty much does a Randy Quaid from Independence Day and sacrifices himself in order to save the team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a kid's game, it was a... You know, a pretty heavy scene. Yeah, I was actually, I remember playing it uh, as a full-grown-ass adult. Yeah. And being like, oh, wow, this is actually a, a damn interesting story. Yeah. It's got sacrifice, it's got a lot. Yeah, and I was disappointed because I was like, oh, I like Gerald Pepper. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it made sense. It's a, it, was a, it was a heavy sacrifice, but nope. Nope, yeah, he comes uh, back he just comes, bandaged. Yeah, <laughs> minor, minor redness and irritation. Yeah, he's got like a, you know, he's just got like the little uh, butterfly, you yeah. know, uh, bandage on her, and that's it. And, and okay, it, 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 because of that, it took a, it made a relatively decent game into uh, kind of a disappointment. Yeah, actually, I was gonna just mention that where, like, I remember playing through this game the first time I played it, and I was like. Man, this is a really fun game. There's yeah. a lot of cool things. Standing on, like... You're standing on the... Star uh, Wolf's uh, ship, yeah, shooting. I'm like, this is fucking great. Dude. Yeah. And they're giving you everything that you could want out of a Star Fox sequel. And then the ending, it was just... It was such a, like, deflation. Yeah. It was just, like, everything that I had that I thought was good, everything that was built up, it just kind of turned out to be... Like, it was a souffle that fell. Yeah, well, it didn't help that Pigma was also the, the big enemy at the end. Yeah. I mean, that was fine, I guess, because uh, there was like, there was like a was... queen alien thing, but... I, I guess, but it, it, to me, I, I thought they could have, uh, I thought they could have done better with the, uh, with the main enemy. Like, they could have had it be, uh... uh Mecha Andros. Or, no, Andros is dead, let him die, it is Andros's lungs, instead of his brain. <laughs> no, they can, like, I like that they kind of had, like, a new, you know, threat, but, you know, that kind of swept in into this power vacuum like this queen mm-hmm. alien thing but I guess but then again if Mega Man can have 11 games with Dr. <laughs> Wily in it I think they can bring back this dumb ape with a robot <laughs> I, I would I would have been disappointed with a uh, Mecha Andros I would have you know you were going to be disappointed anyway. yeah it was a disappointment anyway so I guess if I'm going to if you're going to disappoint me at least disappoint me with Andros yeah like I would have had it be um, I would have had it be uh, Falco Huh? Yeah, hmm. That I would have actually. Uh, no, I would have had it be Rob. Uh, you know, I think I think we. Hmm. That's actually that's a great idea. Like, uh, 
That's like, meaningful too. Like, uh, like it's it's similar to the pro the plot of Virus, mm -hmm. where there's like this space virus, and then Rob, uh, you know, Rob gets infected and then starts uh, skinning all all the cutesy animals <laughs> to make these. <laughs> okay. High well, maybe. Maybe a little less like Virus. Like, what I was thinking is that, um, like, Rob's, uh, like, the, something, something goes wrong in him. Like you said, you yeah. have that, that space virus, but it's a... He has, like, Hal syndrome. It's a slow, I think, degradation of it, where, like, all these mechanical things are starting to go wrong, like, you know, yeah. in their own sector. Things that, uh, like, they put out, like, robot sentries at outposts, and now they're kind of turning against it. And you find out that even though Rob isn't per se, like, you know, the one who masterminded this, he is the, like, the main, the main thing that's kind of controlling it, because, yeah. like, he has access to all this being, like, their main computer kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, it starts subtly where, yeah, sometimes these outpost thing, these sentries kind of go haywire, and you have to go in and fight these drones, but then, uh, but then it turns into when he's dropping you supplies, like, when you pick up the supply boxes, sometimes, like, maybe one out of every ten times, they're, like, they're dangerous, so like bombs. Like, or something like the like the bombs that he gives you are live. Yeah, exactly. And they explode, and like you at first, you can even like you know brush that off as like some sort of like tutorial thing when you're flying through, like uh, like video game logic, like oh be careful. Sometimes the boxes contain blah blah blah. Make sure yeah. to shoot before you, and you don't think anything of it until afterwards you get the twist that oh Rob is sabotaging us. You yeah, know? and now it's actually a. Like, you get to the end boss, and it's a giant rub made of all these different parts. That yeah, he's... it's an amalgamation of all of the of the various things he's networked with. Yeah, exactly. And now it's like, but there's actually a little bit of like, man, I kind of like Rob, you yeah, know? Yeah, I know. But now, it's it's a necessary, not necessary, but it's definitely a, like, a further step in the sequel. Like, it's a sequel that takes it into a new place, but, you know, still... Uh, has that same kind of fun impact. You and, know? and, you know, it's difficult for Star Fox to fly the R-Wing because, like, they're used to Rob taking over a lot of the, uh, ancillary functions. Yep, and, uh, the last fight, it's almost like, you know how he is, all range mode? Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like a boss in all range mode, but, you know, it's, it's a lot tough, you know, a lot tougher. You have to actually do maneuvers yourself. You can't rely on him doing, like, the, some of the flying through for yeah. you. And, yeah, that'd be great. And, of course, you know, as he dies, he can say the immortal final lines of, Where is the creator? And then... What's he saying? <laughs> that would ruin <laughs> such a... <laughs> Where is the creator? <laughs> What's he saying? <laughs> like, there's so... Like, there's so many ways to ruin that, that ending. Your father helped me like that too. <laughs> and then, of course, the we complete the trilogy with the rise of Slippy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I, like uh, like Slippy. Uh, I, that's when you can have like the robot amalgam. Like she's kind of like the Borg. <laughs> like uh, you know, she she's uh, actually is Slippy is she? No, it's when, a he. Is it a he? Mm -hmm. uh, Slippy, uh, uh, Slippy. Uh, I, like somehow finds like this a uh, bit of uh, like a old hard like a hard drive that contained ro a piece of Rob's like memory a backup or something and uh, yeah and I think didn't Slippy have like a uh, Slippy and his dad like have a uh, like a robotics shop or something like that in like one of the ga dumb games I'm not I'm not sure maybe and uh, and that just takes Squishy. over. <laughs> That's his dad's name. Isn't that one? Isn't that like a uh, Chewbacca's? One of, like, no, Chewbacca. I think you're thinking of uh, what, what Itchy, 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 and, uh, Itchy, and Slurpee, <laughs> and uh, Mala. <laughs> I think that Mala was the wife's name. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who cares? And Not uh, canon. like, and you know, uh, the Rob takes over and just, uh, you know. Beats Slippy over the head <laughs> with a robot arm, and then uh, incorporates Rob parts into Slippy and becomes a uh, I don't know Giga Slippy. Now I, I I know we talk shit on Slippy. Everybody talks shit on Slippy, yeah. but Slippy was the only fucking member of the team that served a function because you could see the uh, like the health bar and everything when Slippy was oh, yeah. on there. Yep. And I think they did that on purpose. I think they're like, listen, Slippy's annoying. <laughs> but if we give him if we give him a function, 
maybe people will, will kind of like him a little bit, because I I don't hate Slippy. I, I do think he's annoying, but I don't hate him, because again, whenever I used to play it on 64, I was like, yeah. well, this fucking guy serves a purpose, at least, you know? So, here's the thing. I, I grew up with the... Uh with, you know, with the with the uh, Super, Super Nintendo yes. one, and it, Slip, Slippy didn't Slippy. First off, actually, ha, you were riveted like a frog, yep. Yep. and it wasn't until N sixty four that it was played by a child or or <laughs> some lady, and like uh, I remember when uh, when playing the sixty four version, just being confused as to what the hell happened to Slippy. <laughs> like I think what happened was that. Uh, Slippy used to only ribbit, you know, but then they started tinkering with him a little bit and they were able to like, you know, like they were able to mechanize him uh, just enough I, to make him talk. Kind of like I, uh, uh, Captain Ginyu. I think that is not the first Slippy. <laughs> I think there has been other Slippies because we, we, you know, definitely Slippy's voice has changed the most throughout the games. Yeah, there's there's been, you know, to think about it. You know how many freaking tadpoles a frog? Oh yeah. Yeah. So there, there's just tubes of Slippy. Yeah. Uh, another one blew up. Just get another one from the tube. Maybe that's what they did with General Pepper. Maybe they <laughs> just got. Maybe they got like you know tubes of all of them except for uh, Star Fox. Because uh, like he had his DNA erased. <laughs> Slippy. I don't know. Oh, Star Fox. Yeah. Like uh, like Fox McCloud. Uh, you know, even though they had uh. Uh, or, uh, what was it? What's his father's name? No, that's right, Fox. No, his uh, father oh, wasn't Fox. Yeah, it, it was, was uh, J John, John McCloud, or? <laughs> Daniel. No, uh, Daddy McCloud. And, like, like, uh, he, yeah, his father has all the clones, but he wanted the one that was just a straight clone, uh, like, uh, Boba Fett. Okay, well, I was thinking the same thing, like, his dad had, uh, you know, his dad, Dad McCloud had, all, you know, had James few, James McCloud James McCloud he had a few clones and uh, you know he had, well he had, he had a straight up clone which was you know exactly that's who Fox is the exact yeah. clone of him and in a rage he just basically you know deleted all the other clones he just it flushed them yeah basically he unplugged them and just flushed them down to crapper thinking you're all I need kid never thinking that he was gonna get killed and he did by by Andros yep did they really say what what happened. I'm uh, assuming that it was a dog fight that Andros won. But uh you know what that you know I I do think that the uh the Star Fox series were, you know should have a prequel like uh yeah. of the James McCloud Chronicles like uh what happened to James McCloud like uh, of course like we had the the rise of Emperor Andros and uh yeah, like on how, Planet Venom like, and like what happened yeah, how how did the how did this war in Lilat start? And General Pepper's one of your wingmen. Yeah, General Pepper. He's, oh, he's, he's Colonel. Still, oh, he's Lieutenant. Yeah, Lieutenant Lieutenant Pepper is your wingman. Yeah, and it's like that's, yeah, that yeah. really does seem like a really cool idea. That would be awesome. You have Peppy. He's still a Peppy there when he's a young uh, yeah, young ace. He's young ensign, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that would be that'd be great because. There's and, a lot of backstory to this story, and really. Would Wolf would was would Star Wolf be on that team? You think? Uh, yes. Star Wolf is again. He's a young, young ace kind of yeah. thing. And um, the at the end, you can kind of see the growing tension. The story goes along where yeah. there's like a growing tension between Star Wolf and the rest of the team, which does end up in the last mission, lead to him leaving. Yeah. Actually, the second to last mission. It is a Star Wolf leaves and you know or you know splinters away and it's just a one-on-one -on -one dogfight between him and James McCloud. Actually, it couldn't be Star Wolf uh, because uh, it was Pigma. Pigma was on James McCloud's team and betrays okay. him. Okay, and that's what happens. Yes, yeah. and then it becomes a one-on-one -on -one fight versus him and Pigma, and uh, maybe Pigma calls in you know his uh, like his buddy of Star Wolf. Yeah, we can do Pigma. Uh, and I think Pigma destroys Star Wolf's village. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know Star Wolf being you know joins the academy uh enlists in the academy and, and eventually forms his own militia uh when he does his uh does his ra does his term and um so yeah we could we could have all and we could even have Slippy's dad squishy in there <laughs> as the as the Slippy of the group and there we go we got the entire team and like I said there's growing tension and at the end you fight you square off against uh, the 
the newly risen and powerful General Emperor. Andros. Yeah, and uh, and he's trying to he's trying to strengthen his uh, his hold on the the star system. Mm -hmm. And James McCloud's there to put an end to it. And uh, yeah, you fight the boss, and even though you win, like in the cutscene, you just see him like it's a trick. Like you know, ah, you have done well to fight. You know, like but it's all for naught. And then the, the thing blows up. You know, James McCloud gets killed and. That's where it ends. Uh, I imagine, like, uh, you know, Andros has, like, this mechanized suit. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, that's who you're fighting. And uh, James McCloud wins. Yeah. Uh, and presumably, uh, you know, fatally injures Andros, uh, which is why he's, like, this this giant brain in the, mm -hmm. uh, in the other one. And, uh, but, you know, it does that, if I go down, I'm taking you with me thing. That's and, a predator, yeah. Yeah, and, uh... Yeah, unfortunately, unlike uh, Fox, uh, James does succumb to it. Yeah, and that also would explain why, in the uh, the good ending of Star Fox sixty four, James McCloud, you know, kind of guides Star Fox out yeah. of it because he knows the uh, the way now. Like he knows his his mistakes he made. That's why he knows how to lead him out of there. I, I imagine he was haunting that uh, that like that was his curse for thirty it, years. Yeah, yeah. For, it was a. Uh, uh, it was a almost Sisyphusian, <laughs> and you know because of all this, he's like you know, he he can finally complete his 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 mission. Yeah. And when Star Fox comes out, that is him disappearing into the ether, finally being put to rest, free because both Andros is now destroyed for good, and his son can survive for another day. Yep, uh, and that would be an awesome yeah, game. That would be a fantastic game. Hey Nintendo, uh, hello. Nintendo, are you listening? Like, uh, how do you? How can you go wrong? You you already have an established plot. Yeah, this is an easy fucking game to do. Like, stop making those shitty sequels for the Switch. Yeah. and actually do something good with your lives. Yeah. So on that note, Skate Dog. Uh, a, a baffling, uh, a baffling experiment into uh, direct-to-stream video videography. Uh, children's movies it was kind of kind of didn't do anything it didn't really take any risks but uh we made it fun and really dark yep it's a movie that just movie that stuck its hands in its pockets and waited for it to end <laughs> so um if you if you just want to have something to to giggle at if you want to have a bad movie night yeah like i do recommend this just for that because this movie is very easy to riff um, everyone who doesn't, everyone who wants to actually watch a movie with a coherent story, plot, and characters, I wouldn't watch it. But if you like to, if you like bad movies like we like bad movies, mm -hmm. mwah, oh, <laughs> you can't go wrong with this. All right, All right. so I think that'll do it. A uh, toodaloo. Take it easy, everybody. That'll hold his little SOPs.